Okay. Um, you are welcome again to another episode of the prayer experience. We're glad that you can join us and be a part of this half an hour time of praying, seeking the Lord, seeking the face of God concerning our nations, concerning the nations of the world. I mean, just imagine that uh, things are still difficult in so many places. What if we haven't been praying? What if there's no prayer at all? How dark that darkness will have been. But we thank the Lord for his mercies, his kindness. We thank the Lord for his faithfulness, that the Holy Spirit who is here on earth is still holding back the forces of darkness and they cannot overwhelm the light, which is the church that is upon the face of the earth. Is the beginning of a second national lockdown in England and in parts of the United Kingdom. But I tell you, heaven is still open and has always stayed open to our cry. The more prayer that is in the world, the less the force of darkness and wickedness against good and righteousness. Welcome again to the prayer experience, wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, in your living room, or you're out in the park and about, please join us as we pray. Connect with us on all our platforms, and especially if you can leave a comment and let us know what the Lord is saying to you, that will be very important. If you also have a prayer request, you can leave it down. The team will pick it up, and at the end of this broadcast, we'll pray about it, and, and we can also pray on the screen if necessary. Uh, we appreciate every one of you who have been able to join us this week so far, especially praying for the United States and what's going on there. We thank God that so far it's been peaceful so far, and we have to keep praying, and today we're going to pray as well. Irrespective of the outcome, final outcome of the election, we want peace and prosperity over the United States, over the United Kingdom, over the nations of the world. Okay, we're going to go straight into Thanksgiving. Let's give thanks. The scripture we're looking at today, Matthew chapter 15, verse 36 to verse 37. And it talks about the Lord Jesus Christ. He took the seven loaves and the fish, and after giving thanks, he broke them and started giving them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. Look at the next verse. And they all ate, they all ate, and were satisfied, and they picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, seven large baskets full, seven large basketfuls. Uh, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? That just simply giving thanks, over seven loaves and fishes, just giving thanks over the little that was in his hands. Jesus was able to feed the multitude and there were left seven basket full. When you give thanks in your situation, light begins to shine. When you give thanks over that little that is in your hand, God begins to multiply it. When you give thanks over those children or that family member you think has been problematic, peace begins to seep into that family. Whatever it is, Thanksgiving changes situation. And we're going to begin 
by giving thanks to God for the United Kingdom and the nations of the world. Whichever nation you're watching from, Nigeria, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Ireland, Canada, wherever you are, begin to give thanks for your nation right now. As you do that, the sun begins to rise, literally speaking, over the horizon of your nation in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank the Lord for your family members. Thank the Lord for your children. Thank the Lord for your work colleague. Thank the Lord for your situation. Thank the Lord for your life being alive today. Amen. Let's give thanks. Father, we do thank you for your faithfulness. We come with great expectations in our heart, but we know that we can't get far in your throne room without thanksgiving. We come through your gates with thanksgiving. We enter into your courts with praise in our hearts, and we worship you from the depth of our heart. We thank you. Jesus gave thanks, and he fed multitude with just seven loaves and fishes. We thank you that the little can be multiplied in the attitude of gratitude. And so we thank you for our nation. Thank you for Boris Johnson. Thank you for the chancellor. Thank you for all them MPs, whether the decisions they have taken works well for every one of us or not. We still thank you that we have a nation that we can call our own. Thank you for Pakistan. Thank you for Iran. Thank you for Nigeria. Thank you for Ghana. Thank you for South Africa. Thank you for Zimbabwe, Zambia, Uganda. Thank you for Canada. Thank you for the United States. Despite all that is going on there, we still thank you. Lord, we give you thanks over the nations of the world. We give you all of the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. The attitude of gratitude takes you to altitude that you can never imagine. You know, you never fly if you are grumpy. You never get off the ground if you're full of complaint. Whatever your situation is, give thanks to the Lord. And so we're going to look at our inspired word, inspired talk, inspired word this afternoon. It's just a short snippet because we are here to pray. And uh, we want to look at Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18. This is Apostle Paul charging the church in Ephesus. He says, never stop praying, especially for others. Never stop praying, especially for others. Always pray by the power of the Spirit. Stay alert and keep praying for God's people. You know, that's the contemporary English version. Never stop praying. Never, ever stop praying. That's what Apostle Paul charges us. And that's why the prayer experience will continue, whether it's online, whether it's real time, you know, whether it's in your home or anywhere. Prayer never stops. Prayer continues unabated. We've got to keep praying. Keep praying for God's people. He said, never stop praying for others. Never stop praying. Always continue to pray for God's people, lifting them up before the Lord. That's the charge. That's the instruction. And, you know, I want to speak to those of us who are watching this live or recorded or listening to the audio podcast on Spotify or Google Cast or whichever it is. I want to speak to you because you have been praying. And I want to charge you, don't stop praying. Don't quit praying. 
You know, when you are on the war front, there will be every reason why you should stop. There will be distraction. There will be arrows of the enemy. There will be things to try to take your eyes off the mark, what God has positioned you to do. There will be all kinds of things coming to shift your gaze away. But I tell you, fortune favors the brave. That's what we are told in the earthly circle. We will never, ever see the breakthrough that we so desire if we take our eyes off the mark. We are committed. And I said that on our Facebook page, Prayer Experience, Daily Talks Media. We are committed to continuously all through second lockdown. If there's a third one, we will continue to pray. Nothing is going to stop this prayer movement. We'll continue to pray week in, week out, day in, day out. Not for ourselves. We'll continue to pray for others. We'll begin to pray for the church of Jesus Christ. We'll begin to pray. We'll continue to pray for the nations of the world. We'll continue to pray for the United States, whether Joe Biden wins, whether Donald Trump wins. We'll continue to pray for the United States. We'll continue to pray for Nigeria. Pakistani people will continue to pray for you because God loves you. We'll continue to pray for Iran, irrespective of the circumstance in Iran. We'll continue to pray for North Korea, South Korea, Hong Kong, China, Japan, nations of the world. With every breath in us, we'll continue to pray. This is my charge to every one of you watching or listening. Can we have a moment of reflection where I want us to make our resolve known to God and say, God, nothing will stop me from continuing to stand in the place of prayer and intercession. I'm not going to let my personal selfish ambition get in the way. I'm not going to let any materialistic thing get in the way. I'm not going to even let any family issues get in the way. I'm not going to let anything get in the way. I am completely focused. I am completely uh, 100% completely targeted in my mind on the mission, which is to keep praying, thy kingdom come and thy will be done. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done in the name of Jesus Amen. Amen. Praise God. I, I, I think that is something that is worth reminding ourselves every now and then that we need, we just need, we need desperately to make that resolve again and again and again and again. Um, one man prayed so much for Scotland and he got to the point where it looked like his, his strength was ebbing and, and, and the opposition was growing. And then he said, and he cried out, he said, give me Scotland or I die. He was ready to exchange his life so that Scotland can be revived and awakened and the hand of God move in Scotland. You know, we got to get to that point where we'll be like, God, I'm not taking no for an answer. Not in arrogance, not in pride. But like Elijah was praying on, on the mountain and he was asking that the heavens be opened and he prayed and sent his servant and prayed and sent his servant and prayed and sent his servant. 
we're going to keep doing that until the servant came back and said, I saw a little cloud like the size of a man's hand. And Elijah knew there was a breakthrough in the spirit. And then he said, go and tell King Ahab to get his horse and his chariots ready because <laughs> the rain is about to fall. And, Eli and, and Ahab wasn't quick enough. The king had one of the best uh, horses in the land, but they were not quick enough because by the time the rain started falling, it caught up with Ahab and his chariots. But guess what? Elijah was quickened in the power of the spirit. He outran the horses and the chariots. How is it possible that a man in his physical strength would outrun a chariot of a king? Well-bred horses, he outran them by the power of the spirit. We haven't seen anything yet. In this time, in this generation, the hand of God will come upon men and women across the world to do impossible things. And I tell you, people will be amazed at what God is out to do in your life and in my life. Let's not give up. A place of prayer is the place of power. And that's what we're going to pray for the church, the zeal to continue to pray, the spirit of prayer, a fresh zeal upon the church. You know, we draw our example from a man called Epaphras in, in the book of Colossians chapter 4 and verse 12. It's an Epaphras who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He's always wrestling in prayer for you. He's always wrestling in prayer for you. One translation says he's always laboring, always laboring in prayer for you. Why? That you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. And that's what we want to see, that God, if, give, give the church rest in every area, but don't give us rest when it comes to prayer. Don't lessen the burden to pray, the desire to pray. Pray for, let's pray for that right now. The church in the United Kingdom, the church in Scotland, the church in Wales, the church in England, the church in Ireland, the church in Manchester, the church in Chorley, the church in Preston, the church in Lancaster, the church in our nation. Pray for the church in your nation and pray. Give us rest in every area, but don't give us rest from prayer. Don't lessen the desire and the burden to pray. Give us an unquenchable fire, a passion, zeal that will be zealous in our desire to pray and to pray and to pray. Praying for nations, not praying for food and and water because those things are guaranteed and assured in the new covenant because you said you will supply every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus but praying for your hand and your move and your glory and for nations to turn around to you and the power of God manifested to the unsaved and to see uncles and brothers and sisters and and, and aunties and and, and friends and workerly come to know Jesus, to pray for an awakening and a revival and harvest in this time. Lord, a fresh fire upon the church. Let our response be in prayer. When James was killed in Acts of the Apostle, the response of the church was prayer. 
and more prayer and more prayer. And no wonder the church grew and expanded. And 2,000 years later, the church is still waxing strong. We pray in the name of Jesus in every nation. The church will wax stronger and stronger in Italy, in France, in Belgium, in Sweden, in Switzerland, in Norway, in, in Finland. We pray in Iceland in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Fresh zeal upon the church and awakening, oh God, by the power of your spirit, like we saw in the early 19th and 20th century, when your heart, when your spirit begin, began to stare the hearts of men and women, and there was an outpouring of your spirit in Wales, in the United States, across the world, and that revival and that awakening has reverberated through the decades. And now, oh God, we ask for a fresh awakening, a fresh staring, a fresh move of your spirit, raising up generals in nations, in cities, in communities. Father God, we want to see that in our time, in our generation, in this season, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I want us to keep praying for the church. We're going to pray strength for the weary, strength for the weak. There are people who are getting weaker and weaker. And some of the people are getting stronger and strong, stronger. Don't mistake me. But we want to pray for the, for the weak, that the strength from on high be made available. In 2 Timothy 2 verse 1, Apostle Paul writing to his, uh, his son in the faith, Timothy, he said, You therefore, my child, be strengthened in the grace, or like one translation says, be strengthened through the grace of God that is available to you in Christ Jesus. Grace brings about strength. Grace brings about strength. So when you say more grace, you're, you're saying to somebody more strength, <laughs> more ability. Wow. Let's pray that more grace upon the church. In Acts chapter four, the Bible says they live after they were persecuted, they lifted, they returned to their own company and lifted up their voices in prayer. And when they had finished praying, the place where they were praying was shaken. And the Bible said that great grace came upon the church, great grace, so that through the apostles, mighty signs and miracles were performed. We pray that for the church right now, great grace. Come on, pray, for, pray with me, pray with me. In every nation, in every community, the church, when we, when we talk about the church, we're talking about the, the whole community of the body of Christ. We pray for the church. We pray for the body of Christ in, in North England, in South England, in the Midlands. We pray in the name of Jesus. We pray for the church in, in, in Wales, the church in Ireland, the church in the United States. Oh God, we pray. We pray great grace, great grace, great grace upon the church in the mighty name of Jesus. It will rest mightily upon the church like never, never, like never before in the name of Jesus. We want to see the church walk in great power. The church in Iran, the persecuted church, we pray for the persecuted church. Great grace, great grace in Jesus' name in spite of the persecution 
of the church in Iran. Let your power flow through that church. We're talking about 3,000 people coming to faith. Let that become 6,000. Let that become 9,000. Let that become 20,000 every month in Iran coming to Jesus. We pray that not just in Iran, but in, in, in Iraq, in Oman, in, in Yemen, in, in Saudi Arabia. We want to begin to see a breakthrough by the power of your spirit in all of these Asian countries, Far East, Middle East, in the name of Jesus. Even in Israel, we pray a move of your spirit in Jerusalem, all over Israel, the nation of Israel. We pray all over Palestine. We pray in the name of Jesus, a breakthrough by the power of the spirit. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Great grace, great grace in the name of Jesus. I can pray that all day long. I want us to pray for the United Kingdom. I want to pray for the leadership of the United Kingdom. Uh, many of you will be aware the United Kingdom has gone into what they call lockdown 2.0 on social media. It says lockdown 2.0 is the second national lockdown just to contain uh, whatever they want to contain, you know. But I want us to pray for Boris Johnson and everybody in position of authority. I want to pray for all the politicians. I want to pray for council leaders. I want to pray for councillors. want to pray for MPs. I want to pray for people who lead one thing or the other, not just the prime minister. There are levels of leadership all across the United Kingdom. Uh, Nicola in Scotland, I want to pray for her. I want to pray for the leadership in Wales, in Ireland. We'll pray for all of them in position of authority. And the scripture I want to pray, the Bible says in Psalm 78, verse 72, it said, David treated the people fairly, fairly and guided them with wisdom, fairness, and wise leadership. That's what we're praying that they would treat everybody fairly in England, in Wales, and Scotland, you know, and wisdom. They will be wise and full of discretion in the, in the decisions they take. We, we can pray that. We have the authority to pray that even if they don't know the Lord, if, they are, if, if they're not connected with God. We've seen that. I don't have time to say, uh, you know, how many times in the scriptures we see leaders that are, not part of the commonwealth of Israel, but because Israel dwelt in those nations, God blessed the leaders of those nations with wisdom, discretion, guidance, and direction because of his people. So let's pray. Pray right now in the name of Jesus. We ask over the United Kingdom. We pray for the United Kingdom. We ask for uh, not just Boris Johnson, but for every politician that is in a place of leadership will pray for fairness fairness treating people fairly whether it's on the basis of religion on the basis of uh, background on the basis of you know uh, whether it's geographical location they will not treat the south of england better than they treat the north of england we ask for fairness across the board in the decisions that they take. There will be no prejudice in the way they administer leadership. We pray for that. We pray 
even for counselors who pray for people who stand in the office of, of mayor all over the, the, the cities and the towns, people who are in places of authority. We ask for your hand. We pray for wisdom. Even for those leadership who lack, <laughs> those leaders that lack wisdom, grant them wisdom and discretion. Give them guidance so that people might benefit. We pray this prayer on behalf of the poor, on behalf of the orphans, on behalf of the needy, on behalf of those who are the lowest of the low in the society who will be affected by bad leadership. We pray that, Lord, you will put your hand upon the politicians in our land in the name of Jesus. We, we take authority over the atmosphere of the various cities and the communities across this nation. We ask for your hand in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. We're going to pray. Our time is, 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 is gone, basically. Oh, dear. We're going to pray for the United States and ask for peace again, peace and prosperity over the United States, peace and prosperity. Bible says it makes peace at your borders. It fills you with finest wheat. So there's peace, there's prosperity. Just pray that whoever wins this election doesn't really matter to me personally. What matters is the peace of that nation, the peace of that nation. And God can use anybody who is in power and authority. God can use them and fulfill his will and fulfill his purposes in the name of Jesus. We pray peace over the United States. Pray with me wherever you are. Pray, just speak peace over the land over the nation, in the name of Jesus. From the north to the east, to the west, to the south, the United States will pray. We speak peace in the name of Jesus. For everyone who is trying to foment trouble and chaos that will lead to uh, unnecessary destruction of lives and property, we ask that you will contain them, Lord. We take authority over them. We pray that those evil machinations and plans will come to nothing in the name of Jesus. On behalf of the United States and the people of the United States that have suffered so much in the last few months, suffered the pandemic, suffered the various um, uh, uprising and the riots, suffered all that has been happening, the economic downturn. Father, we ask that you will, you will intervene on behalf of that nation. There are lots and lots and lots of people in the U.S. praying right now as we speak that heaven will be open above that nation and the will of God will be done in that nation. In the name of Jesus, every witchcraftcy against the United States will not prosper. Every evil plan will not prosper. Every plan to bring destruction and death will not prosper. In the name of Jesus, we stand in faith and in unity together with every prayer warrior that is praying for the United States as a mighty force will conquer the onslaught of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command light over the darkness and we declare the will of God will be done ultimately in the United States. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Tomorrow is Friday. We'll still be praying for the United States. And tomorrow night, we have our prayer express, which is starting 11.30 UK time. Check your time, set your time. Those of you who are other places of the world, 
11.30 to 12.30 UK time, Prayer Express will be praying a lot for the United States. So watch out for that. Uh, come online uh, and, and join us to pray. Finally, if you need us to agree with you concerning anything in the privacy of your home or wherever you are, just begin to pray to the Lord right now. Those of you who are on Facebook, YouTube, or on audio podcast want to agree with you right now for that need to be met. We are joining our faith with yours right now, whether it's the need for healing, deliverance, safety, protection, open door, or breakthrough. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. He gives them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies. It's a promise of God to those who favor the poor, those who pray for the poor. And I tell you, we qualify for that by the grace and the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to pray together right now. Father, we stand in agreement with our brothers and sisters, whatever is the need in their heart, whether it's a need for physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing, healing in their relationship, marriage, whatever it is right now that people in their heart are asking of you. You said, if two of us shall agree as touching anything on earth, it shall be done for us of our Father who is in heaven. And Father, we receive that miracle. We receive that breakthrough from you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Within the blink of an eye, the time is gone. But thank God there is tomorrow. And we will be back tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for praying along with us. We do appreciate you from Ghana to Nigeria to Pakistan to Bangladesh to Iran. We do appreciate every one of you. United Kingdom um, covering Ireland and uh, Northern Ireland, all of the islands. <laughs> we, do, we do appreciate every one of you. Please subscribe to our audio podcast. We're saying that because we really, really want to see more people, more people pray. Not everybody can come on at two o'clock in the, especially in those nations where it's still the working time of the day. Not many people are able to do that. But, you know, after work, you unwind, you settle down, you can plug in the audio podcast without disturbing anybody in the family. And you can just pray along with us half an hour. And I tell you, you pray this prayer cons consistently every day. You look back. In a month, your prayer life has completely changed because you, you've, you've invested time praying for others. You know, if he, uh, Colossians chapter 4, verse 12 that we read, talk about Epaphras, a man who was consistently laboring for others. And, and I want us to cultivate that habit and, and just keep that prayer going on. You know, Jesus said in, in Luke chapter 18, he says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? What he was actually saying is, will I find people like that persistent widow who was constantly beseeching God for one thing or the other? Will I find intercessors on earth? That's what he was saying. Will I find prayer warriors on earth when I come back? Or will they all have given up, packed up, and gone home? No. <laughs> no. Count us worthy, Lord. When the Lord comes back, he will find us praying and traveling. God bless you. God bless you so much. Remember, we're back uh, tomorrow by 2 p.m. 
UK time. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye. See you.